What is going on, everybody? I hope you're having a great day. Thank you guys for joining for today's podcast. My name is Nestor Sanchez, and this is my boy. What is going on, everyone? My name is Ryan Prendes. And we are the Masternodes. So remember to follow our personal social media accounts to stay more up to date with us. Mine is at Masternode1. My boy Ryan's is at Ride the Crypto Guy. Make sure to stay to the end to hear more additional resources that we have for you guys to get you more zoned into the cryptocurrency space. Now let's talk about today's topic, why you should start investing. So before we jump into this topic, I feel like we have to talk about what does it mean to be an investor? Uh, well, to me, being an investor means having control of your future. You know, I feel like a lot of the times when you know, people talk about, oh, I, I want to get out of debt or I want to do something with my life and, and grow in life. Um, it all comes down to money problems. And so with that, a lot of people are so focused with living in the now. They're not worried about living in the future or thinking about the future to begin with. You know, with investing, I feel like that allows me to either have a pass a form of passive income for the now. And also to be worried about, you know, what's going to happen 10, 20, 30 years from now, because I have my long term investments and my short term investments that are doing that process for me. Uh, yeah, I 100 percent agree with that. And I also think it boils down to like not just the finances, but for me, I feel like I'm an investor every single day. I wake up like that. I invest in my body by the food I eat. I invest in myself by going to the gym. Um, you know, reading books, doing all these different things. And I feel like whenever I buy a product, whenever I spend my time somewhere, I'm also investing. And I think it boils down to every single decision you make. It kind of either leads to that good stuff um, later on the line or really can lead to some bad stuff. And it's all about compound interest. It just doesn't work with just your finances. You know, it works with everyday decisions that are being made. And they compound on each other, they stack, and that could lead to a great lifestyle or a very, very bad one. So it's all depending on how you do it. At the end of the day, um, I'm investing all the time. I'm investing in my friends, my family, myself, my finances. And these are things that start to show up. And gradually, they start to appreciate over time. Yeah, and even if you are investing in yourself every day, it really doesn't take that much effort, right? Yeah, I think it's all about like baby steps. Some everybody has the same 24 hours in the day. Um, but if you spend an hour of it reading versus an hour of it on TikTok, those are going to yield very different results, right? You may be a TikTok expert or you may be very well educated um, in a specific field. So it's like how you want to describe yourself, how you want to make decisions. These are ultimately how what's going to lead to your future. Yeah, and I think that's just like one of the things that people seem to misinterpret when it comes to investing. You know, a lot of them are doubting themselves or don't even give investing a chance because like, oh, you know, it's going to take too much time. I don't have enough time to be investing. Really, what they don't realize is a lot of financial when it comes to the financial aspect of investing, you could set and forget a lot of things. You know, you could have life insurance where you're putting in so much every month. And that's going to help you in the long run, you know, either whole life or part of your life, uh, no matter what it may be. Um, 
that that could be something for the long run. You could have a 401k or a Roth IRA where you're investing, um, you know, every single month into it. And eventually it's going to help you for retirement. You could have a simple crypto wallet where you're depositing only $10 every month and you have it recurring every single month where it takes it out and, you know, it's just compounding. As Nestor said, you could have a regular stock portfolio where, you know, you're investing in the S&P every single month and that's gaining 10% every single year. So -hmm. there's just a lot of things where you can just have it reoccurring every month, whether it's $10, $50, $100. And eventually over time, that compound interest is really going to stack up on itself and help you out in the long run. Yeah. And what I really tell people too, is you're investing anyway. Like I was giving those examples. I wake up every day um, and I read a book, let's just say, then I'm investing into that education. And right now, if you're not investing into stocks, if you're not investing into cryptocurrency, real estate, all these other things, and you're keeping your money in cash, well, guess what? You're investing in the U.S. government, right? They are the ones who print that money. You are upholding the dollar by not selling it. And this is kind of where you're investing your money. And what we always like to say is we like to invest in assets, not liabilities. And assets are something that makes you money over time. Liabilities lose you money over time. And ever since Nixon took us off the gold standard, we have been losing money over time. On average, it's around 3%. Um, maybe it's a little bit higher now because of COVID. These last two years have been 7 all the way up to almost 9%. So you have been losing money over time, and that is something you don't want to do. So either way you're investing, either way you're an investor, but are you investing into assets or are you investing into liabilities? I think that's the big question that you should be asking yourself. Another question I wanted to ask is, why do you think a lot of people are scared to invest? I think it's a big part of mentality. Some people, they understand that they're risking money. And when they hear risk, I think immediately they um, associate that with loss. So they think, oh, because I'm risking $10, that could be all gone, which could be true. and. Um, that ultimately leads to, okay, am I going to be investing into smart assets or am I going to be investing into liabilities? And that kind of has to do with research. You have to research what you are investing into. You have to understand what you're investing into. Because even if you pick the best asset in the world, but you don't understand it, then you could still lose money, right? So it doesn't have to necessarily do with the asset itself, but with you. And in reality, some people aren't um, educated enough to make these um, decisions and they are not educated enough in the assets they're investing into. So they lose money whether or not the asset is great or whether or not the asset is very bad. I've heard a lot of people who have lost money in Bitcoin, right? If they were to have just held on to Bitcoin over a period of five years, over a period of four years, then they would have been in the positive, no doubt. But because they were scared of the volatility, they didn't really understand the asset, they lost money either way. So I think it's a big portion of our mentality. Do you think there is like something for you specifically that got you kind of scared of the markets or maybe um, where you didn't want to invest in it because you heard a bad story or something like that? I think when I first came into the investing space, 
it wasn't so much of a story that I heard. It's what I experienced back in 2018 was, I believe, the first time that I actually got serious about investing. And uh, it was in cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin. Now, I don't know if all of you guys know this, but in 2018, we had a huge rise in Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin just shot up. People were saying it was going to go to the moon. You know, overnight, people were making thousands to millions of dollars, quite literally overnight. And with this, you know, I, I jumped on the wave. I jumped on people kind of saying, oh, buy this. It's going to make you money. Little did I know that I didn't know anything about Bitcoin. And eventually it ended up just crashing. And I, I lost faith in investing, especially in cryptocurrency. I was like, you know, this is not worth it. It's not worth my time. It's not worth me losing money. And I kind of gave up. Fast forward to about a year and a half later, I got back into it and I started investing more and more into the market, into, you know, myself actually understanding the way the market works and understanding that even though I had lost money in that previous bear run and bull bull market, it wasn't going to last forever. You know, Bitcoin is cyclical. Meaning, you know, every four years we have a rise and fall in Bitcoin. And because of that and realizing how that cycles work, I was able to then be like, okay, you know what? If I just hold on for a longer term, maybe things will pan out a little bit differently. And it did. And so I wouldn't say that I was necessarily influenced to invest or told stories about investing. It was more just trial and error by myself to see what the outcome was. You know, I also had Nestor that helped me on my cryptocurrency journey uh, because during that time he was investing heavy into cryptocurrency. And so he was kind of telling me, hey, you know what, like, here's some good coins that I've been looking up. And once I started to deepen my understanding of white papers and how they worked and how, you know, who the best developers were. I was able to then adapt to my own trading and my own investing style and invest in coins that I believed were going to do good as well. Yeah. So that's kind of how like you kind of started your journey. I mean, for me, I I feel like investing had kind of had a good light. Um, I don't think I really heard any kind of horror stories. For the most part, none of my family was like active in investing. Like people have their 401ks and stuff like that. So I didn't really hear many like horror stories or bad things. And if anything, when I first learned about it, I started learning about trading. So I understood that you're kind of investing for the short term to make some money. And that was really cool for me, right? I did want to do that. And ultimately, that led me to other courses. So I took like a few like in-person courses with people, basically understanding the markets in general, like options, Forex. Uh, cryptocurrency to an extent i didn't really learn much about cryptocurrency at that time but i learned a lot about markets in general how they work and how like basically what i was saying if you're not investing into these different options well someone is choosing to invest your money either way so whether it be the u.s dollar right or whether you put your money in a cd or you put your money into something that's safe someone is doing that investing for you mm -hmm. at the end of the day you're just paying them to be the middleman so just being a little bit educated um, kind of brought me a long way. 
And I think for the, I think it's the same for many other people as well. If you just know a little bit about investing, that could save you tons of money, tons of time, because it's compounding in the long run. So you're able to make a lot of invested decisions, um, educated decisions, and that will ultimately pan out in the long term for good. And then after I took those courses, I took a real estate course. And then I really understood from those few trainings that in order to make good money, you have to help people. You have to put yourself in a position to um, understand a problem and to solve it. And ultimately, cryptocurrency was kind of a gray area. A lot of people didn't understand what it was. They just knew that people were making money and people were talking about it a lot. So there was a lot of hype. And understanding cryptocurrency, understanding Bitcoin, understanding how to invest in these a little bit safer uh, will ultimately have huge consequences down the line. And I think for the most part, it was pretty positive. And I taught as many people as I could. And I understood this is a way that I can help people and I could help myself ultimately. What would be one tip for investors that you would give? I would say uh, patience. It's a it's a long game that you should be playing. There's a lot of people who want to make quick money. And I don't think quick money is necessarily bad. People can do it. But I think when people fall in love with quick money, they uh, make some decisions that could be avoided potentially. Like for you, um, I'm going to give you an, as an example like, I'm pretty sure you heard about Bitcoin because there was such a huge uprising. You're like, I have to make money with this, right? So people are making money. I can make money. I'm going to put this in. But you didn't put yourself in a position where, okay, I'm going to invest in this for the long run. So you didn't really educate yourself that much on it. And if you did maybe put a little more education into that investing portion, well, maybe you could have had more Bitcoin. Maybe you could have understood, oh, maybe this is not the time to buy, but later is the time to buy. So if you would have played that long game from the beginning, you would have been a lot farther off. Um, and that plays into like a lot of different things. You know, educate yourself. You can't just educate yourself on anything in one day. All right. So you're going to have to be learning little by little as you evolve. You're going to make mistakes down the line. You're going to lose some money, but it's all going to be for the long term, and it's all going to be for good at the end of the day. But what about you? What's your favorite investing tip? Well, in order to give this tip, I wanted to first talk about, do you know the difference between being poor and being broke? No. So the acronym for poor is passing over opportunities regularly, while the acronym for broke stands for being realistic on knowing expenses. And I feel like what a lot of people don't understand about investing is that anyone can get out of the situation that they're in financially if they just spend a little bit of time and energy into investing. It doesn't always require you to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars. At the end of the day, all it really, really requires is you knowing your spending budget. I think it took me a while to kind of sit back and analyze my budget and finally come to the conclusion that, one, I'm either spending a lot of money on my credit card bills, which are accruing interest <laughs> and, and, and 
really I'm paying more in the long run and interest on them than I am in, you know, paying off the actual amount that I used. And two was knowing that I was just spending way too much money going out, you know, going out nowadays, especially if you drive, if you, you know, do this and do that, you're spending at least, at least, and, and this is in LA, at least 60 bucks going out whether it's you know on gas or traveling like gas or you know going to somewhere um you know eating drinking no matter what it may be hanging out you're you're spending money going out and so not that i was spending it foolishly i just was not focused on the bigger picture the long term and so once i started to reanalyze my budget I would say that I was able to still go out, still have fun, still do what I wanted to do. But I also was setting aside money for the long term, you know, throwing money in my crypto accounts, investing time in, you know, studying the market, studying how it works, uh, investing time in myself, whether it was, like you said, reading a book or, you know, learning a new language or whatever it may be. I was setting more time aside, knowing my budget actually helped me in the long run because not only did it free up more money for me, it freed up more time. So what I would say is one tip that I would give starting off for investors is if you're concerned with, you know, oh, I'm not investing as much money as I want, or I don't have enough money to even start investing. I feel like once you guys reanalyze your budget, reanalyze where your money is going, you may find $10 here, $5 there that will eventually lead to $20 here, $50 there. Investing doesn't necessarily require you to spend ridiculous amounts of money to be put into a market. As Nestor said, investing could be something as simple as building knowledge. But if you are worried about the financial end of investing, a lot of cryptocurrency exchanges let you invest with as little as $1. $1 a day can make a huge difference than not investing at all. Have you ever heard of that scenario where it's like, um, you know, would you rather have a million dollars today or a penny doubled every day for the next 30 days? Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, that penny doubled every day over 30 days, you know, could lead to well more than a million dollars. You know, I think it's like a couple million dollars. Mm -hmm. But because people see the million dollars are so eager to rush to it that they don't think about the long term of things. Yeah. Same thing. The fact is, that one penny had to turn to two pennies and two to four, people don't, they don't want to take those little steps in order to get to the big, bigger steps. You exactly. Know? And, and so people are so eager to rush into the big picture that they're not focused on the long-term scheme of things. Yeah. With that million, just know you're going to have to pay 50% of taxes. <laughs> off, off rip, off rip. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, that kind of wraps up today's podcast. Thank you guys for tapping in much appreciated as always. Remember to follow and subscribe to our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter all at the masternodes our visual podcast experience can be found on youtube make sure you guys subscribe to our account and like this video if you guys have any suggestions on a topic 
of a video you guys would like us to do, please drop them in the comment section and we will be happy to do a video on that topic. Our audio podcast experience can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your other favorite podcast sources. Remember to visit our website, www.themasternodes.com. Again, that's www.themasternodes.com. And subscribe to our email list to receive the latest and greatest cryptocurrency information. And guys, we also have a Discord that is going to be exclusive starting next month when our course drops. So we're going to have that only for the people who buy the course, but you can get in right now. Uh, we want to be giving this opportunity to people who are our day ones who have been rocking with us from the beginning so if you want to get a part of that community that helps people that helps the community grow um, basically to make money all the people there are eager to make some money whether it be through crypto through investing in stocks options forex there's a ton of us that have great knowledge that we can give to you guys and then we also have partnered with an academy called I Am Mastery Academy. They will teach you literally how to get from A to Z with cryptocurrency, all the way from investing to understanding white papers to understanding DeFi, gaming, NFTs, the whole spiel. And you're going to be a part of our team. So it's not just going to be like we're throwing you into another education platform. You're going to be working with us and we're going to be making some money together trading, hopefully. So if you guys are interested, you can always DM us, comment, um, we'll find you guys. And as always, guys, try your best to choose kindness and have a good one. Thank you guys for tapping in. Much appreciated as always and bless up. Here at the Master Nodes, we are not making any claims as to income you may earn. Before entering any agreement, please use caution and seek the advice of a professional advisor, such as attorney or financial advisor. Please ensure your own research is done before investing any money into the market.